Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. That was very silent. Way too silent. Romans chapter 10. Amen. Amen. First time guess? Yes. Some of you are thinking, is this church lost their mind? Yes. Just go ahead and want to answer that for you. Get it out there. Yes. We have. Um, and we do love the Bible. We try to, try to read this and live it. Bottom line, that's our goal. Try to, try to read this and live it. If you haven't signed up, I believe we've probably got our hospitality staff and greeters and all. You guys do an incredible job. If for some reason a mom has, has not signed up and your name's not in there, uh, we want to do that. And uh, because we'll give away some things here at the end of the service. And all that time is going to be a celebration. So uh, Romans chapter 10, verse 13. One verse. One verse. I love this verse. Man, it's great. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Oh, man, can you read this out loud with me? For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Wow. Can we pray together and thank God for that scripture? God, we thank you for that verse. <laughs> There's so much in it. There's so much that we can gather from it that we don't even, even realize is accessible to us if we don't dig into this. And God, we thank you for that verse alone. Lord, that if we call on the name of the Lord, we'll be saved. And God, I give you just praise today for what you're doing. I thank you, Lord, for every person who's in this room, for all our moms, Lord, for, for, for what they've meant to us and who they are. And, and as, as we celebrate even them today, God, we thank you, Lord. And we just declare a special blessing on them today. But God, we thank you today for being Father. For being Father. And Lord, we just give you thanks for who you are. And I pray once again, Lord, just a spirit of faith will come to your people. We'll believe again. For those who've given up, for those who thought it wasn't possible, let them believe again by this message. And let the spirit of faith come to them in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Ain't God good to us? Oh, man. I tell you, I'm excited. Uh, this kind of, uh, we, we started a series a while back called DNA. It's what we believe as a church, our core values. Again, what you believe is, is very important. What you stand on and the word that you believe is so huge, and you'll hear that even more today uh, about how big a deal it is that you know what that book says so that you can believe it and stand on it. But uh, the, last week, we started in, a, um, in an area of uh, what we believe as a church in the area of healing. And uh, it's just been cool. I, I appreciate the comments that have come back. And for those that are sharing it, man, it's just encouraging your faith. And that's exciting. Uh, I'm excited to hear the testimonies of people who are already walking in these things and those who are beginning to believe again. It's just cool. And as a church, um, just, just to let you know what we believe, uh, this is the statement on healing as a church that we believe. It says that uh, we believe in divine healing. Divine provision was made for the physical, mental, and spiritual healing of the believer through the prayer of faith. By the laying on of hands. That's what is happening. You know, some, some of you may be, this may be new to you, uh, coming to a church where we do some of these things, uh, uh, maybe like praying for one another. You see people laying hands on each other. That's Bible. Uh, he asked us to do those things. And so, and so we do this. And when you see that, again, I just want everybody to know and believe for, for, for whatever it is. This big God can do whatever. And, and so when you see us praying and laying hands on each other, we're believing. We're praying for that situation, for that need to be met, that God's going to heal. And we've watched him do that time and time again. So we just believe that that's just how it happens. We believe this, that it was provided for us by the redemptive work of Christ. And it's a privilege to every member in the church today. If you're a member of the church today, not just this church, but of the church of the body of Christ, you should say amen right there. It is a privilege to you, and you should, you should have that. So we believe that. Uh, last week, we really just began to dig and break that down. Uh, we looked at in the Scripture. 
foot in the Bible. That what, what the scripture says, not what just we think, but what the Bible says about God's will to heal. And we looked at what it said, and as we looked at the scripture and read the scripture, we found out that it is God's will to heal. It's just his will to heal. Some of you are thinking right now, well, why not this? Because I don't know. But I do know this. But again, according to Scripture, this is the case. This is the deal. It is appointed to man once to die, and then, then judgment. So are you trying to give us a clause or give us a way out in case what we ask for don't happen? Absolutely not. I believe that what I ask for, God does. I receive it by faith, and that if we ask for a certain healing or a certain thing that God's going to do, if we look in the Scripture, he says he's done that. So again, whether we see that here or whether that thing is taken off of us and for eternity we celebrate healing. Either way, we celebrate healing. And a lot of times we don't understand that and we, we kind of get confused and we get upset because of maybe you know it didn't happen like we thought it was going to happen. But here's the deal. God has something so incredible for us now or then. It's incredible. It's kind of like this. We, we were talking uh, earlier about, um, about when well, we took a trip to Disney World one year. And we took our kids, and I think it was Faith. She was little, and, and we were excited. We'd been pumping up Mickey Mouse, and we'd been, we were going to see Goofy, and we were going to go have a good time, and it was going to be exciting and whatever. And so she was so pumped about this thing. And so this is what happened. We're going to Disney World, and we stop at a rest area. Not Disney World. We stop at a rest area. Some of y'all know how some of these rest areas can be. And she gets out of the car, and she looks around, and she's so excited because we're there. We've arrived. And she starts running, and she's, hey, we're and it just so popped Disney World. And we're looking at her and saying, this ain't it. This, you, if you think this is good, you just wait till you get to Disney World. So, so it's, it's kind of like that for us. I believe this, that, that God has something so incredible for us. And in, in compared to the healing we may see here, experience here, we ask God to do, it is going to be nothing compared to eternity. In heaven, with Jesus, with God as Father, living in this place in, in forever that is way better than Disney World. It doesn't even come close to what God has for us. But So we believe this. We believe that God has this for us. That it's provided for us. And we celebrate in that. Uh, we, we learned last week that healing is one of his names. Oh, man, I love that. That he is just Rapha. As we go, as we cry to him, and he's, he said, I am that I am. He is who he said he is, and he's just what we need. So one of the ways that we pray to him in one of his names is healer. Is healer. It's who he is. And so as we talk about this day, just you're going to hear and learn today that this word saved and healing is so big. It's so vast. And whatever it is that God, uh, it, it, you need today, God's able to heal and work in your life. I believe that. We also said, learn this, that pro, uh, the healing was provided for us on the cross. It was provision. It was preached us on the cross. And so, I, 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 and I also know how this kind of works. Um, sometimes when you preach messages like this on healing, we're going to be preaching uh, what we believe as a church on prosperity and all these different things, that sometimes you can get looped into a certain group of people as pastors and teachers or whatever, and you kind of get put into that. And so y'all know me. Y'all know we're going to bring the word as it says it, and we're going to put it before you, and you have to make that decision to believe that or not. So, but some people say this when you start preaching stuff like this. Oh, Lord. You start preaching about healing, it means we're going to get attacked. That means that we're going to get sick. It means we're going to get hurt. It means that this is going to happen. It means that this is going to take place. So when you start preaching that, oh, no, this is that. Well, here, here's just the truth. That's happening regardless. Amen. Amen. 
It's happening regardless. Uh, that, that no, no matter if I preach on this subject or not, people are getting sick, people are getting hurt, things are happening, we're getting dealt with junk, things get thrown our way. Why not do this as a pastor? Why not equip people to believe the Word of God, to trust Jesus, to stand on the Word, to learn how to fight the good fight of faith and believe what God says? So that's what I'm doing. So we're just equipping you today to believe this stuff again. We're going to empower you. And it all starts with you believing Every, every, everything comes to the place is, is set on what you simply believe. Because this is Bible, Mark chapter 6, verses 5 and 6. Listen to this, listen to this scripture. This is just, this is, one of them are like, are you serious, Jesus? This is Jesus right here. This is what he dealt with. This was in his own hometown. This is when he went to do the work of ministry, to be Jesus, to the hurting, to those that are needy. And this is what happened. It says, now he could do no mighty work there. Jesus? The one that we're talking about that gave the life on the cross, died for us and our sins, who defeated death, hell, and the grave, could do no mighty work there? Wow. Wow. He, he did this, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. I like that. So, that, so that's telling me, that's, that's just nothing. He can do that. that so no, that's not even a mighty work. Sometimes we celebrate, hey, yeah, this happened, and, then we, and we should. But according to Scripture, the, that, that was just, he, he laid his hands on a few people and healed them. You hear this? Uh, Jesus, this is just one of those little things. But he couldn't do it to the degree that he wanted to. And, I, and I, I, this applies today. This is what's happening in the church. God is not able to do the things he wants to do to the degree that he wants to do them a lot of times because we don't believe. A lot of times because someone told us that was for then. It's not for now. He doesn't do that today. He did it then. Some of y'all were taught and brought up in that. And I can, and, I, and again, I'm one of those people. I just, I, I, I try to live this thing. And I've asked this. If you can find that, please show me that. Then maybe I'll believe that. But right now, this is what I have to believe. This is what I have to look at. He laid his hands on a few of them. But then this is, this is what happened. Verse 6 says that he marveled because of their unbelief. It's like, it's like, are you kidding me? Are you serious? He, he's looking at this. He said, all right, Jesus here trying to do mighty works in your midst. You don't believe it. So just these few that are able to believe this, I'm going to lay my hands on them. I'm going to heal them. And, and then, then what am I going to do? This is what I think happened. I think this is where we're at today, and it's so cool. This is what he did. It says, then he went about the villages in a circuit doing what? Teaching. So, is that not cool? Now, think about this. So, he's saying, Jesus is in the, in the midst, I, in God in the flesh. He left heaven, came to earth in the flesh, wanting his will, his desire, his plan to bring healing, to touch your situation, to move on your behalf, to do what God wants to do, and it couldn't happen. So, he said, I guess this is just what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to just start going around teaching them. I'm going to have to go ahead and just start doing this. I'm going to have to just go ahead and start teaching them this book, what, who I am. He was the Word, became flesh, dwelt among us. And so I'm going to have to go ahead and start teaching them this book because it starts with us grabbing hold of this Word. If it's just some of you, if we could start you at just point A, just grab the Word. Hear the word as it's being taught to you. You get a word, you stand on that word, and then you take the next step. And what happens is you get into a place of revelation. 
Revelation is this. It's not, that's not a deep, crazy word. It's just things are revealed to you. So you look at this, and, and as we read this scripture, like I said last week, you say, he said that? Oh, okay. Okay. This thing, is, it's not just the heavens opening up, these tiles sliding over and a beam coming down from glory. No, it's just, just simply a word being spoken to you. You get a revelation and say, wait a minute. This, this thing can happen. And then you go to the next place. I've watched God do this in these phases. It's amazing. It's so cool. They come to a place. They get the word. They get the revelation. And then they step over here to a place where this thing is called manifestation. You see this happen. And I don't know where you're at in the process. Some of you may be today getting the word. Some of you may be today getting part of the revelation. Some of you today are going to get a manifestation. But whatever it is, God is able to do this. And so in the scripture, we read this today. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, some of you are saying, well, praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. However, that song goes, we used to sing and kiss her, praise ye the Lord. Yeah. But just, I mean, that's good. I'm saved. All right, now what I do next? Some of you don't even realize what you're saved from. Amen. Amen. I'm serious. Some of you today, you're, you're saved. And again, you're selling today for the, uh, for the you know, little pit stop at the rest area instead of going on into your Disney World. Because this is what you think. You get there and you're getting out and you're like, man, this is awesome. And God's saying, are you serious? I got way more than this. Way more than this. You mean I don't have to go to hell? I'm saved because of what Jesus done? Yeah, you, that, and that is incredible. And today, if you haven't taken that first step and be saved in that area, that meant today is your day. This is your day for salvation. You receive this today. You come into that place of that word being taught to you, you being revealed to you that God's that, and that thing manifests in your life, and you becoming saved and being a part of the body of Christ. That's cool. That is awesome. I just love that. But again, he said that you're saved. Now, again, I want to just talk about this word for just a minute. This is the word. It is a word literally in the Greek, and I don't want to get deep, but it's just true. You need to know. It is the word sozo. All right? So hear this. This is to make whole. To heal or be whole. Now, just straight from the, from the study Bible, from the let's call it from by definition in degree, this is what this means. To keep you safe and sound, to rescue from danger or destruction. Now, for, for, for all of us, we were faced with this. Every person in this room, we were headed toward destruction. Every one of us. Every person in this room, and, you, and this is for this is we all got to understand the reality of this first. That every person in this room was heading to a place, are heading to a place. If we don't have Christ and we haven't been saved from that destruction, we're heading to a place of eternal darkness called hell. That is just that has just happened. So he said this for us: that he is a person, he is a God who comes and he delivered us from danger or destruction. That, it, and so we have to celebrate that and accept him on that level. First of all, you are saved me from that, from my destruction. It means to be saved from injury or peril, to save a suffering one from perishing. Now, this is just straight from the book. I mean, this is cool. As examples are one suffering from disease to make well, heal, and restore to health. To preserve one in danger or destruction to save or to rescue. Man, he's a rescuer. He, 
we're out there on this messed up world we're living in called life, and we're heading down this place, and we deal along the way with all, man, just a whole bunch of junk, and he is the one who has saved us from the destruction. It means to save in the technical biblical sense, to deliver from the penalties of the messianic judgment, and to save from the evil wolves which have struck the reception of the messianic deliverance. What are you saying, man? He is our Savior. So what does that mean? Does that mean that I've just got to get this get out of hell free card, I get to go to heaven? Yes, if you accept Jesus. Only way. Only way, only truth, only life. Nobody gets there unless they go through Jesus. We have to do that. But if we've done that, he saved us. He is, he's delivered us. He has he set us free. And so I, just me, and we kind of we ended here last week, that I think this, that it is an insult to the very nature of who God is when we just stop at saying all I want is just simply to get to heaven. That's enough. It is. But it's not all he wants to give you. I, man, it was fun it stopping at the rest area. But, man, I wanted to get to Disney World. Because if my little baby eyes would light up at a stinky urinal, <laughs> what if she sees that castle? What if she sees Tinkerbell flying through the air and the fireworks going off and the music being played? It's the most magical place on earth. I love Disney World, by the way. But, I mean, it is just, it is just incredible. Wait, wait, wait till I get to see her experience that. So when I say it's God's will for things, yes, it's what he wants for you. It's what daddy wants for son or daughter to experience Disney World in times of one whatever. Because he has provided that for you. And he is a savior who does this. So how do we do this? How do we get equipped to believe, trust God? And again, it starts with his word, his teaching, his revelation, manifestation. It starts with us simply, first of all, learning how to just simply fight this fight of faith by simply asking. Go to the book of James. James was just a bad dude. Y'all heard me talk about James if you've been around here. James was just in your business. James was just, I kind of feel like James sometimes. Because he just tells you what's up, and then you got to do something with it. James chapter 1. Now, in this passage, you know, James here is referring to us understanding and learning and getting wisdom and understanding of, of why we go through difficult situations. But I believe he's setting a pattern for us when he, when he says how we're supposed to pray and, and the pattern that we're supposed to, to, to work in and trust in God and believing. And this is what he says. He says when we come to him, let him ask in faith. Verse 6, did I tell you that? Let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. So, all right, so as we're coming together, we're getting in God's presence. Are you at home? This is what I wanted to see. You at home, you in the office, you driving down the road, you're, this situation is big, it's intense, it's messing with you, and you know it, and you know what it is and who it is and where the enemy is and, and what you're being faced with. I just want you to, first of all, understand this, that you have to come to him, and, and just simply the first thing you do is this. He said, let him ask. We don't, we don't, a lot of times, again, this is, you know, the Bible scripture. We don't have because we don't ask. I mean, how true is that in the areas of sometimes the things we face? 
you know, we deal with junk and we go through things and we, we never come and we never ask of him to do a thing. I mean, I've gotten to this point, and we've, we've talked about it, where literally end up, the last stop, man, is in a counseling session with a pastor. That's the last thing you want. Some of you who said counseling session, you need to say, man, and dag, if you don't know how I am. I mean, some of you are like, man, that's the first thing I need. If I can schedule a time with a pastor, everything's going to be, that's the last thing you want. Because it ain't always fun. It ain't always pretty. But you could, you could literally save yourself a lot of time by, first of all, going to the one who can really help you. Again, I don't have no degrees in my wall for counselor, but the Holy Spirit's counselor. He's one of those things for us. And so we just simply come and we ask him. Now, my daddy, man, is, is, is incredible. My, my daddy, if, if, he's not here, so, but if, if, if anybody knows him, my daddy's the man. He's the bomb. He has or can find everything. He probably has it right now in his little two little storage buildings. That, I mean, he probably has about three of them. But no matter what it is, you just name it. Anytime somebody needs something, we, they'll say, call, call Terry's daddy. He's probably got it. And it's, it is about true most of the time. He has that. <laughs> Am I tell you the truth? Everything. When my kids go to his house, the first thing they want to do, you know, is Caleb's still like this. They want to go to the junk house. Because that's Disney World for them, man, right there at that time. I mean, you know, you just walk in, there's just all this stuff, and it's just amazing, all these things. This is what's a trip about this. I lived with him for 21 years. 21 years I lived with my mom and my dad, and they're incredible parents. Thankful for my mom on Mother's Day. She's an awesome woman of God, and I love her. And, and, and it is amazing. But I lived for 21 years underneath my daddy's house, under my daddy's roof, and so many times, never tapped into the resource of my dad. Now, just think, some of you don't know me, this is not making a clear picture. No, everything. He, can ha- he has it or can find it. His email address is drthejunkman at Juno. I mean, it literally, that he can find, he, had, he used to have magnets on the side of the truck. I mean, you tell my Sanford son ain't got jack. I mean, did nothing <laughs> on my daddy. He is awesome. But so many times, for 21 years, I never tapped into the resource. I was, not daddy, sugar daddy. I was living with my daddy who was the bum. And man, and so many times I would, I'd sit back and I'd be like, man, I wish I had so-and-so. Now, it may not be brand new off the shelf, but he'll find it. And I didn't care, man. I was a fourth son. By then, you just happy with whatever you get. It don't matter. I mean, you know, you just happy. I mean, you know, I, I brought the whole blue jean with holes in the knees. I brought that in style because it got passed down through the other three before it got to me. You know, so, I mean, this is the real deal. But, man, I live with my dad, and, and simply, it's a crazy. Now, my grandkids, you know, his grandkids, my kids, they, they understand this, so they'll ask him. Okay, how about so-and-so? And he'll find it. He'll just study it, and he'll bring it to you. It's a lot like us. We don't realize how awesome Daddy is. We don't realize how awesome Heavenly Father is who loves us. And the first thing we do is just, we just ask. We just ask him. If you don't, I'm, I'm telling you this. Go ahead and give some deep revelation. I'd write this down, highlight it, underline it, circle it, whatever it is you got to do. If you do not ask Probably not going to get it. Just go ahead and let you do that. I just want to give that out there. Deep revelation. I prayed all day and all night, fasted for two to get that word. It's just it's a deep word, kid. But uh, so, it's, again, we start by asking. How did he say to ask? He said to do this. He said ask in faith. 
love that word. Now, again, we, the church was named Faith Renewed. Man, you know that every person, according to Scripture, has been dealt a measure of faith? It's been, it's been given to us. And, and this, is, this is, as a church, you know, one of the things that God's put in our heart, that faith gets beat down a lot of times by life, by situations, by junk, sometimes by the church, by the world, by the enemy, whatever it is, that faith gets beat down. And I'm like, God, what, what, is, what is the name of this church supposed to be? And he spoke that to me one day, just faith renewed. That faith's renewed. He's, what he's given you is brought back in full measure, renewed in your life. And he said that when we come to him and ask him, he said to ask in faith. The word simply faith means this, believing. So we're coming to Father as son or daughter, and we're asking in faith, believing that he's going to do this. Now, and as I've studied the scripture, I'm learning more about this as I go, and, and, and this concept of, of the word is really becoming more and more real to me, what this means. It is this. He said in faith, our very fight as children of God is the fight of faith. That, that's it. So this is what I want you to get to. You come to this place. The very fight that we're in today is a fight that the enemy wants to destroy and beat down your faith. He's, that is his goal. He has set out today to steal, kill, and destroy your life. That's his plan. That's why he's here. That's why he showed up. That's what he's on this earth for doing today. That's why his demons are with him. And that's what he's doing in your life today, trying to destroy and beat down your faith. And so the fight is this. Paul said that, the, that he fought the good fight of faith. Now look at what Paul went through. Amen. Now, again, now this is where I, God has been showing me and I've been learning. This is probably where that loop that you get put in as a healing preacher or whatever, sometimes you can get taken out of that loop real quick by what I'm getting ready to say. But it's what I find in the Bible. He went through persecution, pain, prison, jail, beatings, worn out, all this kind of stuff. But in the midst of all of it, he said, I was in faith. And the good or the bad, happy or sad. I mean, all the stuff that he went through, no matter what, his fight was for faith. And so this is what you have to do. You come to a place in Christ where you just are going, you're going to make up your mind. I'm fighting the fight of faith. What does that mean? It means that no matter what I'm dealing with, no matter what's going on in my life, I'm going to Daddy. I'm going to Father. I'm asking Him, believing, trusting in Him in faith that He's done what He said He's going to do. Regardless of what happens in my life, I'm going to stay in this fight of faith. Now, this is how, whoever it is, who, who, who preaches my funeral one day, I, I know, whatever. This one I want you to be able to say about me. He fought the good fight of faith. I don't want you to say, I mean, by the end, no matter what it is, I, I, thousands or church members, hundreds, whatever it is, no, he was a good, man, you know what he did? He fought the good fight of faith. He kept the faith. He finished the course. Because if, if we do that, we win. So as, if you come to an altar, you ask God in faith for a certain situation, and we, this was cool, and this is just awesome when Daddy does it right then. We see a, sometimes a manifestation is immediately of it. Sometimes we may see it a while down the road. Sometimes it don't happen like we want it's going to happen. But, but you say this, I'm in faith. Is that crazy talk? Is that bit? No, it's Bible. It's just, I'm, I'm just, wait a minute, I'm going to fight this fight of faith. I'm just trusting God. I'm just, I'm just in faith. And they see you at work, and they know what's going on. And they say, man, how are you doing this? Well, I'm in faith. I'm just trusting him. He said this about me. And, and this is what's going to happen, man. Disney World. 
It's going to be on. I mean, whether I get a sub, it's just on. I love it. I mean, I'm telling you, it's going to be a great day. Snow White's Castle ain't got nothing on my mansion. I mean, it's just going to be a good day. I'm in faith. I'm pumped. I'm excited. And so, again, we ask in faith. And he said this next. He said to do this. He said, no doubting. Now, this is going to be a struggle. This is going to be tough. It's going to be very hard. It's going to be very rough because this is what's, what's this is, I'm telling you, God, man, i got to get this out. This is what happened. You will ask, you will trust God, you will believe, you will come to a place of faith, and then the enemy will do this. Your pastor's an idiot. Don't say amen. <laughs> you don't deserve it. No way God can do that. No way. Are you kidding me? There's, wait a minute. You really believe this mess? Some of you, you're having a struggle with it. There's a fight. You're fighting today. And I, I, just, I don't want you to understand. As you sit there, you're fighting the good fight of faith. To say whether or not I'm going to accept this. I'm going to come to this place where I'm going to trust this. I'm going to believe God again. I'm going I'm to believe. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it without doubting. I'm going to remove the unbelief. And this is where a lot of folks miss this, where I've missed it before. Or just say, well, well I'm going to ask for this, but maybe I'm going to just no doubt. I just, I'm just going to trust him. No doubt. I just, I'm going to give this to him. I'm going to believe what he says. Just no doubt. My kids, man, I'm telling you, man, they do this. They fight in the good fight of faith because every time in our neighborhood, the ice cream truck comes along, and you can hear, you know, the music, I mean, down the road, coming through the neighborhood. That was pretty bad imitation of an ice cream truck, I know. But, but I mean, I they playing Christmas music one day coming out through there, man. You know, it was in the middle of summer. But, I mean, this music is playing. This is what my kids do. They come to me, man. If they're outside, they're playing. Caleb's running around. It don't matter what's going on. He stops. He hears. He gets a word. He gets a revelation that the ice cream truck's coming. And he's going to be believing for a manifestation of ice cream in just a few moments. And he said, it's going to happen. And so he comes running. Now, here's the deal. Ain't every time, trust me, y'all know me, I'm tight. But I don't, I don't fork it out. Plus, they overprice on them things anyway. But, 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 you know, there's times, man, I just do it. I just, I, and I believe this is where they come. I believe when they ask me, they just come saying, man, this is going to happen today. This is my day. Or my manifestation of my nutty buddy. I mean, it's going to happen. This day, I'm going to experience this in my life. It's going to happen. But you just have to trust God and just simply ask. Because here's the deal now, and this is where we got to get to. The healing that God has for you, there are some things that we have to do this for. We have to battle for those things. It's a fight of faith. Spiritual warfare. Now, again, this is where, this is where I'm going to get, again, taken out of that loop sometime. And you just say, oh, he, yeah, hallelujah, he's done it all, and he has. But sometimes, you have to, literally, it's Bible, we fight for these things. And we trust God for it. And we believe this. You know, you know this happened at your salvation? Think back. You were saved. You gave your life to Christ. You surrendered him. There was a war begin then. For, to, to literally, some of you, you, you prayed that, and the enemy started saying, it didn't, that didn't happen. Nothing, what happened? Nothing changed. 
It's faith that we trust God, that we believe this. He's Father and we receive what he has for us. This is what happens. Sometimes it's the same thing. If, if, if the enemy is going to attack you when it comes to that, he's going to attack you in all these other areas. So when it comes to a healing for a situation, no matter what it may be, physical, spiritual, emotional, financial, whatever, sometimes there's this enemy that's battling you. He's coming against you. And the scripture says to do this in James 4, 7. We have to learn to do this. He said, therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Some of we flip-flop that. You resist God and you submit to the devil. I'm telling you because I love you and because I've learned this because I got smacked in the teeth with this before. I'll submit to something the enemy says. I, I, and I'll just, well, yeah, maybe that's the case. I'll just submit. I surrender. I give up. I've done, and, and I resist God's word. I resist what he said. I resist what's been put before us. And, and, and again, the scripture says, submit to God. Make sure you submit and resist in the right thing. Make sure, you, make sure that you're, you're, you're dealing with the right one. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. If he tells us we have to resist him, it means this. It means he's coming at you. Not all the time. He gets blamed for some stuff. It ain't him. Okay, let's just go ahead and throw that one out there. He know, we just, some things we just do. But, but in the areas that he's coming at you, re- resist the right thing, submit to the right thing. And this is what Scripture says, that we have to submit Resist, and then he flees. Do you know Jesus did this in the garden? The enemy came to him, tempted him. He resisted that, and the Bible says that he had to leave. He fled. He left. Was it forever? No, it's for a season. Is it going to be forever for you? No, not until you get to heaven. But he's going to come back. But if you know how to fight the good fight of faith, we win. I love Smith Wigglesworth, man, when it comes to areas of healing. And this, this guy was a healing evangelist. The Spirit of God, man, used this guy in amazing, incredible ways. Thousands saved, thousands healed, miracles, signs, wonders, followed his ministry. It was crazy. But as he went through all this things, you know, he fought a battle of a disease in his body. He was laying hands on sick people, them getting healed, and, and, and people getting up out of graves. Dead people coming back to life. I'm t- it's just documented stuff this guy did. And it, the, the whole time, he was fighting a disease in his body. And this, this is, I love this quote. It, they would ask him, they would say, Smith, they said, how are you feeling today? He said, listen, I don't ask my body how it's feeling. I tell it how to feel. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, ask, what if you get up and instead of going, you, you kind of, Pulling that leg up, you getting up out of bed. You know, if you get up and say, man, body, line up with the word today. You, I'm healed. I'm fighting this thing. It's provided for me. It's one of the things God had for me. It's one of the things he died for for me. I believe that I'm healed. And you stand on that and you speak because here's what happens. This is how this has to work. You have to get the word in you and what's in you will come out. So if you wonder why you, when you get in that situation, what you say comes out. So if you want, man, I can... I don't understand why I get in that situation. This happens, and I say that. That's because that's what's in you. Another deep revelation, prayer, fasting moment. Now that you put God's word in you, and that's going to come out of you. Believe God for these things again. Ask Him in faith, without doubt, trusting God. He's who He said He is. And I'm telling you, we've watched the manifestations of it. We've seen God do it, and I'm so thankful for it. We have to see this: that whoever calls on. The name of the Lord is saved. 
salvation. The sozo, the great soteria of God, the greatest gift that he's given, saved not just for eternity, but the things that he wants to give us even here on this earth. Can you do this with me? Can you stand for a moment? That's what you bow your heads for a second. Oh, man. I'm, and we were, man, I did good today, guys. I didn't look at my watch. I did good. I looked at my new swatch watch, and I did good. That's nice. Yeah. Bow your heads for a second with me. Matt, if you could come on up here, man, help me out. We were singing that just a few moments ago. We were singing that song, Healer. and This is, this is, what's, this is what I love about God's word. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing it. That's how it comes to you. You get faith you, you, by hearing God's word. Some of you, as we sung that earlier, some of you believed it. I love the response. I love the response. Oh, man, it was... Some of you responded immediately when faith was, 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 was being put to the test. You heard that. Someone sung into you and, and spoke to you that, man, he's healer. He's more than enough. He's what you need. Some of you responded immediately. Some of you did, and that's okay. But, but here's what's going on. As this word's coming to you, some of you have learned today that, wait a minute. He's my savior? For even what I'm dealing with now? Yes. You mean this? I don't just have to get saved and then just sit back and wait to die. No. He's your Savior. Some of you are in this room today, and you need to make that first place of, of, of saving knowledge, where you accept Him as Savior and, and as, as Lord. And today, if you're in here and you're in this place today, the first thing to do is, man, accept Him. Accept that gift. Call on the name of the Lord. And you will be saved. You will be. In that moment, you call on him. He saves you. So I want to ask this first of all. Just as, you just, as you stand there in a moment, I just want you to just bow your heads. And, and if you will first, I just want to ask this first. If, if you may be here today, and you may be in this room, you're standing here and the words come to you, and you've learned today that God wants to save you. You've heard today through the scripture and, and through my messed up way of delivery that, that today God is a savior who wants to save you. He wants to take you from death. He wants to bring you into a place of life. So first of all, I want to ask this question. If you're here and you're not a Christian, you want to accept the saving knowledge of God, you want to come to that today and receive that free gift, if that's you, just raise your hand up. If, if that's you and you need that, you're here. That's where you're at. And you need to receive that first. Raise it up high so I'll know who I'm talking to. Raise it up high. And if you are a Christian in this room, you've been saved today. I hope today you've heard that you don't just have to sit back and just stay in suffering. Stay where you're at. You can fight the fight of faith today, and there are things that God wants to give you today. I want to ask this today. If you need saving You've heard that today. You've heard that word. You need salvation in an area that we talked about. He, he is, he's the one who saves you from destruction, from peril, from problems. He wants to make you whole. There's an area where there's, there's weakness and there's struggle and there's things that are happening. The enemy's fighting you in a certain area, and you know that. And we want to do what God's word says. That we want to pray with you and, and believe with you for that need to be met. If there's an area you need salvation of any kind, just slide your hand up real quick. 
this is what I love about, about God. That's what I love about the people of this church. We're here simply to do this. Believe with you. Join our faith with your faith. Stand on God's promises with you, for you, and, and encourage you to believe it as well. And God wants to do that. There's some things today. Some of you are going to do this. You're, you're, you're going to come into a place today, and some of you have made the step from word to revelation. There's going to be a manifestation. Whatever it is today that you may have raised your hand for, God is Savior. He's healer of those things. And can you do this today? Can you make the next step and let this church uh, just believe with you and agree with you in faith? If there's something in any way that you just need someone to pray with you about, there's a need you're facing, maybe a physical need, spiritual, financial, emotional, whatever it is, I want you to do this. I want you to step out, and as they come, I want faith renewed who's not coming. I want you to put your hands together and just celebrate what God's getting ready to do in their life. Come on, I want you to do this. Put your hands together as they step out, as they take the next step. Amen. Come on down. Amen. A lot of hands were up. I want some prayer warriors to come right along behind these. I want prayer warriors to come right behind these. And I want you to join them. I want the worship team to just come and just sing healer. If y'all could sing that for a moment. We're just going to believe with you. God's getting ready to do this in your life. Some of you are going to cross from just word to revelation. Some of you are going to get a manifestation of it today. But here's the deal. God saved you from it. Trust him for it. He said, whoever calls on him, you're saved. Hmm. Some of you need salvation. You need to make that first step of salvation, being crossed from death to life. I want you to come. If that's you. Amen. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Amen. If you raise your hand, you didn't step out, just come on down. We want to do this. We want to do what God's Word says. We want, to, we want to lay hands on We want to pray the prayer of faith, agree with you, believe with you for your need to be met. Amen. 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 Amen.